Mike Tomlin and Matt LaFleur do things a little differently, but they're two of the best coaches in the NFL, or at least with Matt LaFleur, we thought so coming into this season. I haven't come off it, but some people certainly have. We're going to talk to Jay Sternberger, who has played for both of these men about their coaching style, preparation, learning the Packers offense, why it was so incredibly difficult, how that compared with what Matt Canada has got going on in Pittsburgh. All of that on an interview Friday, a frigid Friday. It's not that frigid, but let's go. You are locked on Packers. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. This episode brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Jay Sternberger has played under Matt LaFleur. He's played under Mike Tomlin. Matt Canada understands these systems, what they're trying to accomplish, played with Jordan Love. Still has faith in Jordan Love. We're going to talk about the differences, what makes Tomlin such a unique communicator, unique motivator, and why he thinks Matt LaFleur has room to grow there, but has already set the foundation to be a great coach. Let's get into it, Jace. Joining me now, he's played for the Green Bay Packers, played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, so the perfect person to come in this week and help us talk about Packers Steelers on Sunday. Jay Sternberger, our pal, our pal back with us. And Jace, uh, I, I have a lot of things I want to ask you, a lot of things I'm, I'm excited to talk to you about. I want to start with Mike Tomlin. You and I have talked about him offline a little bit. Players rave about him. What is it that makes him so special? Like, why does he connect with his players so well? Because he walks the walk and talks the talk. It's a... Uh... Like immediately, everything comes out of his mouth. You just you just naturally believe in because it's the way he he says it, and he's he's just true to himself. You know, you re- it's it's not like he has to sell you on anything. He's genuinely day one. He's like, hey, this is what it is. This is what we're gonna do. Team meetings, like it didn't matter. Like whatever was on his chest, he's gonna let you know what the agenda is all week, and you know, you abide by it. It's all good. You're gonna have a great week. If not. It's nothing. He'll tell you it's nothing personal. It's just business, and then we move on. They move on to the next guy. Uh, yeah. He's just very. Everything's just so authentic with him, and so yeah. No, that's that's just. How is it different then? Because like for for example, like Matt Lafleur, he's got to call plays. He's got to be in those offensive meetings. Whereas Mike Tomlin, he's not calling defensive plays. So in terms of like preparation, day to day training camp, like how. 
what is the difference you see with with those two guys in terms of the role they take in actual like on field product? You know, and Coach Tomlin does an un- unbelievable job with preparation, and like I said, one of the most intelligent football minds I've got the chance to learn around. But it just seemed as when he's in the building, it's more of a CEO atmosphere, not like corporate CEO, but like this is this is the alpha, this is the boss, like. Coach T's in the room, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody yeah. knows when Coach T's in the building or in the room. And uh, not saying the Coach LaFleur doesn't have authority or anything like that, but it's just it's just a little different when Coach, LaFleur, you know what I'm saying? Where it's, it's where Coach Tomlin and then Green Bay, you got Goody and all the front offices around him. the front offices around him in Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh too. But like like you said, Coach LaFleur, he's not. I don't. I mean, I don't even know now. Is he technically? Is he is he the play caller in Green Bay? Yeah, I don't, I, with Hackett, I, I, like I said, I don't know what, what his official title was, but uh, you know, he's just more. I'm not gonna say he's more hands on because Tomlin's very hands on, but he's just more. It seems like Lafleur has more to worry about, and he has a lot more stuff on his mind. Where Tomlin, regardless, you could talk to him at any point of the week, he's gonna have the same message. It's gonna be the same thing. You can tell his brains in one place, like how he breaks down the matchups. Like when he sees Najee Harris all week and they're playing, this was before JK got hurt, or no, say with Browns, you're playing the Browns Monday's or Wednesday's team meeting. He's going over the matchups all week. Only thing he's saying to Najee is he's talking about Nick Chubb. Like, hey, man, like, you know, this is where this is where rookies either make their name, this is where they disappear. Like, he's saying this in front of the whole team meeting. Frymouth, you're going against Mark Andrews. Like, someone's got to step up in the north. Like, are you up for the challenge? Like, he would do, you know, and he's just trying to antagonize us the whole time and just twist in. Just, just, I mean, that's what he does. He wants you to be mad. He wants players to be mad at him. Like, not in a mad, you know, a hateful way, but like motivation. uh, Yeah. Just like, man. And because, I mean, it happened to me. Like I said, I, I, I wasn't fortunate enough to ever play in an actual game with him. I just did the preseason and then. Uh, before that, I, prior I did, I finished that last month doing practice squad. But I mean, even with me, it was preseason game. It was oh, Jace, you're not going to make any tackles on on special teams. Like, I don't know why he he's got you in there. Like just poking me all camp. Literally, my first opportunity I got in Jacksonville, I went and made a solo tackle. And, like I've never been one to talk like to a coach, whatever. Like I just remember he was the first person I wanted to talk to, like in a positive way, just like. Yeah. Like good, you know what I'm saying? Like we, like this is what we were talking about. Like this is this is good stuff, and like he just knows how to motivate players in a different way that I, I've never been around with all all the coaches I've been around. Yeah, that that's that's a really interesting. I've, I've never heard that before. I just because like I'm not as in day to day on what the the Steelers are doing. So that that's that's fascinating, and and I, I would say a little unexpected. He he seems to me to be more like the kind of guy that's going to put his arm around you. I love that he's going to. Put his arm around you, and then also give absolutely, you that metaphoric pat, like that. like kick in the ass. No, that, that that he's the balance. That's what it sounds yeah. like, and that's that's cool to hear. Oh yeah, like I said, I'm not this. You can you can figure out who the name is, but I'll just say, I I think it was one week after I got there. This is the first team meeting I'm in. His 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 thing to say is like he likes to keep everything in house, but he will go shopping, meaning like he's got to go you know hit the market. Right. I mean, this is day one. My like one of the first team meetings I'm in. He's like, he's like uh, Harvin, Presley Harvin, whatever he was calling him at the time. He's like, this is not the standard. This is junior varsity. This is not varsity. He's like, I'm not gonna lie, Presley. You're making me want to go shop right now. Like, that starts the whole week. 
but but then it, like he's not saying it in a bad way he's just like straight up like i said he's gonna tell you what's gonna happen like yeah. what what they're talking about upstairs he's letting you know because he and then he'll he'll use some big word or he has a good phrase where he's like he's like it's my due diligence that i inform you this as a ball coach and i'm letting you know because i want you to be and it's like like you just got to respect it because <laughs> anybody so I, can get it we're gonna get back to our conversation with jay sternberger in just a second here on Locked on Packers. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks, the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and the easiest way you can win 25 times your money. Just put a couple players together with the number set by Prize Picks. Aaron Jones rushing yards with Christian Watson receiving yards and uh, Kenny Pickett interceptions. Put it together, you got a lineup. It's Daily Fantasy. You've got a lineup, baby, and you can win up to 25 times your money. That's right. You put 10 bucks in, you can win up to $250. Price Picks is simple to play. You can make your picks and submit an entry in less than 60 seconds, plus with quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types, not just football. You can do the NBA right now. It's really fun to mix and match. It's like one of my favorite things about doing these kinds of lineups is you can mix and match. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash NFL with code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. And today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. Don't be caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Jace Medical handles everything from online evaluations to licensed pharmacy medication delivered and ongoing consultation and care. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is a simple online form. You fill it out. And in some cases you jump on a call with a board certified physician. You can even get ongoing care from that board certified physician, doctor created and doctor recommended. That's what the Jace case can bring you. Okay. Use the code locked on at jacemedical.com and at checkout, you can get a $20 discount on that order. That's promo code locked on at J-A-S-E medical.com. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Football season is here and Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On NFL Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Host Anitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchups, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country. That's people like me who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. East on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Because I comp- I did the Matt LaFleur comparison, um, one of the things that I've been thinking about with like all of the mistakes that we're seeing, the missed assignments and, and guys in the wrong place, running the wrong routes, Matt LaFleur strikes me as the kind of guy who the kind of coach that because he came up as a position coach and was a longtime position coach, that the classroom would be the kind of place that he would shine. Like when you're going through an install, is he like hyper detailed? Like what is the, what, what, what is that install like 
What is the what is the the style like there? Uh, it's extremely fun to learn from him. Very very detailed. Like I said, I got I was completely overwhelmed my rookie year. That first, like if I didn't get put on IR, who knows like how what would have happened if even if I would have played my rookie year, just because like. I really got to sit back and learn and just appreciate and understand the detail because that's what Coach Lafleur preached. I mean, from details from every alignment to you know, it's not it's one alignment for one formation, but you got seven different other formations like you know, third down, nuts on the hash, and we're in the bunch formation. Like you got to know where to set the point. Like it was just so fascinating to learn, and uh, it was one of those things where I think, like I said, he still is a young. This is like he is a young head head coach where Coach T's yeah. been doing this for twenty years. Like. I, I mean, it's it would be unfair to say Coach Lafleur is not going to be a better motivator, better leader, whatever whatever he's trying to be better at. Like, who knows what was what what he's going to look like in three or four years? So, right, uh, much less ten it, or fifteen. Yeah, and like the, the foundation though that he's creating, like the like I said, the leadership's going to come as like just as I think with time. But the foundation that he's already established in the team with like paying attention to details and this like if you don't if we're not successful here none of the other stuff even matters and it's almost where like he's so smart and so intelligent that he has had to figure out the best way to approach things or to coach things because it's not it's not the most like where i said where coach tomlin is going to say something it's like damn i'm ready to like run through a brick wall or like like he's got me going Coach Lafleur, it's just not that convincing, and it, it's not a knock against him. It's just like it'd be like Mike McDaniel's trying to be a tough guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he's already <laughs> right. he's already he's, he's he's already out of character. Like that's not him. That yeah. doesn't mean he can't be a badass, physical run game genius. Like that doesn't mean that. But no, like, he is clearly it's where I where I think sometimes just like I said, not not saying none of this wasn't self inflicted or I didn't I didn't deserve any of this, but like. There was times, you know, where he might have been talking to me a little different than he would somebody else. And, like, players really do pick up on that. And it's like, yes, you know, not saying you don't deserve to get your ass chewed out every now and then. But, like, <laughs> it, it was just the the style of it or the consistency of it where, you know, other coaches are like, hey, this is what it's going to be. It doesn't matter who you are. Anybody can get it. And that was um, like that. And so but the attention to detail with Coach LaFleur is – like I said, by far the most detailed coach. And again, Coach T, he's a defensive guy for sure. So we don't talk. We never talked X's and O's football, but or offense. But uh, yeah, like so out of all the NFL how, do, coaches, how do you think you you know you have someone like Coach Lafleur, and then you have Aaron Rodgers in those meeting rooms too, where he is going to say this is this is how this needs to be. Like he is going to be meticulous about making sure if we say you're going to run this slant at five yards. You better damn well run it at five yards because if you run it at five and a half, you're not going to get the ball. So, it like, how how does that play into everyone being on their p's and q's? Because it seems to me having another voice, making sure everyone is on their stuff, is yeah. potentially helpful. But at the same time, we've also heard that there's like times when Lafleur is saying, "Hey, it's got to be this," and Rodgers is saying, "Actually, I need you to run it like this." So, like, how, how does that dynamic play out? And that happens more often than you think with not just with a rod, but I mean, a lot of quarterbacks do that because a lot of the, sometimes the head coaches they 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 overcoach it or they do too much when they had it right the first time. But Saturday night, they're just they're human like us, you know. They're getting nervous before the game or they're starting to think this like, damn, what's what's Shanahan thinking about? What's McVay thinking? Of? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's he end up gonna do? And uh, but that was the other thing when, with a rod. 
like I said, experience is everything, and he has all the credentials. Like you can't, I'm not gonna, you can't question him. And so it just raised the standard where that much where it's like, yeah, Coach Lafleur might they might be on different pages, but at the end of the day, you to do to to be on one good side, you got to be doing the other thing. So like they went hand in hand at the end of the day. So it really just raised the standard. But man, I'm telling you, that first year of install with Coach Lafleur, like there was definitely some hostile meetings, not in a bad way. No, I shouldn't say hostile. Let me rephrase that. Some intense meetings because yeah, it was Devonte. Like people forget Devonte is a, like Devonte knows football. I would say just as much as anybody, like when it comes to like coverages, details, assignments, like he would be trying to figure out what the O line's doing. Like Devonte was, is a hell of a student of the game. And so, and Devonte is, that's the worst thing. He's a little more vocal than Aaron is in the sense of like, speaking up when something's wrong or if he doesn't feel a certain way like you said Aaron might go to the you know to the side a little bit Devontae's he's like no because everybody needs to know that we need to be on the same page so there was multiple times where you know not not calling him out but just question like hey well if this is if this is the whole purpose of this play why like what makes it what separates this from the other concept that we're doing where it's almost you're you're coaching this route this way but now when we run this route in this concept why it shouldn't be different like it was very vocalized, and so, um, yeah. Like, so those meetings were really fun to be a part of. Not, I'm not as a football fan. All right, we're gonna finish up our conversation with former Packers tight end, former Steelers tight end, Jace Sternberger, here in just a second on Locked On Packers. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at BetterHelp. There are a lot of times in life where you feel like you could be doing more, where you're not the best version of yourself. Sometimes it is because you're self-sabotaging or your your brain is racing. You you lay in bed and you you're you're thinking about all of the stuff that has happened during the day or that could happen tomorrow. And as we head into winter, especially in colder parts of the country and the world, It is natural to feel more sadness and anxiety. Therapy can be a bright spot amidst all the stress and change, something to look forward to, to help you feel grounded, to give you the tools to manage everything going on, to be the best version of yourself. That's what BetterHelp can do, entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get a 10% discount off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. We are live on Sunday after the game, our Locked On Packers YouTube page. Go subscribe and hang out with us. No, you call it constructive conflict. Like that, that's, I think that stuff is important. And I, I in a lot of ways, I feel like some of the best things that came out of those offenses and and like you were there in, in 2020 to see it at its at its apex when you have LaFleur is saying, hey, this let's do this. And Rogers is like, hey, what about this? And you have that push pull um, uh, like it seemed like there were some a lot of things that were that were good that came out of that. Uh, these two offenses, there's some similar things in terms of what they're trying to accomplish. But I, I think Matt Canada, I, I was joking with Chris Carter yesterday, our Steelers host, that like Matt Canada or Joe Barry, who makes their fan base more annoyed. So like what w- with with that offense, 
I kind of, I watch them and I go, what are they trying to accomplish? So when, when they're teaching it, what, what is, what is the, the focal point there? Like, what do they feel like they're going to hang their hat on to beat you? Physical. Physical. Just be That's physical. It. We're going to, yeah, we're, we're just going to be physical. And I'm, this isn't, this is, I'm not trying to lash out on Canada or anything, but when I got there, the playbook, like the, the details, it was night and day. Like, I can't even say night and day. Like it was night. And then you want to go back 10 years in the past. Like when I say like the concepts, the concepts are every, every team's runs the same concepts, just right. different verbiage, different styles. That's not what I'm referring to. I'm referring to the drawings, like how it was installed was like, they had the, the intern or not the intern, the assistant draw with a Sharpie and a pen. Then they made him go down to the coffee room for on break time, print copies. Like the details on the assignment were nothing. It was literally like five yards. You're running the stick. We're going to draw it vertical and flat. Like Lafleur, his office, like I, I kept his playbook just as a treasure because I'm like, if I ever wanted to coach, like one, I would steal everything from this. But two, like the organization, the details where, like I said, if it's to the boundary, you're plus four outside the hash on this play. You need to be thinking this. Like we would have to do tests in Green Bay. I would have to do more because I was a rookie and I was kind of a hardhead at times. So they're like, Jace, you got to learn more. Like we have, to, you have, we have to trust you. <laughs> so I'm taking, I'm taking school tests every week, doing my little, and they don't want. It's not little answers where Matt Canada. It's like, hey, what do you have on this? Oh, I have a five yard slant, or I have a corner route. No. Green Bay, it's hey, I have a five yard slant. If it's pressed, I have to give time to let the let the inside guy run his fade. Like you have to give three or four coaching points every assignment. And so learning all these other places was really no, I'm not gonna say easy because everything's difficult. Buffalo's offense is, is insane as well, details. But Green Bay's, you know what I'm saying? It was just so super detailed. Going to Pittsburgh was just a it was actually harder to learn because I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, what's the reasoning behind it? Where Green yeah. Bay, you, Give me the you, why. Know, you got Green Bay here is can can more than any other team probably because like we we were thinking two plays at once. So think of all the details and assignments we're having to think about two to every play. And so it's like that's where you have to draw the line. Is, is are we making it too complicated or is like are we not? And so like I said, what we were what we've talked about in the, in the past. Green Bay struggling so much this year with mental errors. It's one of those things where, I'm not cliche, but it really, I, I think it really is growing pains. And it's not acceptable. But, like, put in perspective, and correct me if I'm wrong, my rookie year, one, it I wasn't needed to play right by any means. Like, the team was already – I'm not going to say the team was set, but, like, the team was in good standing. It was an older team, a lot of veterans. Like, Bobby T – Bobby – was the young guy on the team. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was, like, one of the younger guys. Like, not he saying like he's 25. old, but, like, the same time, like, when you had Devontae, Jimmy, Gmo, trying to think who are the other receivers that year, um, Quez, like, Quez was a younger guy and stuff. And it was, like, it just, it just, it just, I, I can't, I, I forgot, I forgot where, how I was about to say that, how I was about to word that, but um, it just wasn't the same. Where? It is it, I, like I don't think it's a coincidence that last week they ran their most complex, uh, like scheme of the season, and it's it's you know early November. Like I just don't think that's a coincidence because it just seems like yeah, it's too like, hard it, it, it to try and time. do in October. 
that's the point I was trying to make. I'm sorry I got sidetracked. Is sorry. when I would when I would go in, it might be more obvious if I made a mistake with like because it's like there's only one or two rookies playing normally. Like this is a super young team. Like usually yeah. it gets phased out. Oh, this rookie's been balling. Well, there's only one rookie on the field. He <laughs> he's getting overshadowed by other star players, so his mistakes don't seem that great. As long as he's not dropping game winning picks or getting run over on, on when he yeah. comes downhill, like. We're not going to notice everything he does. Like, you know what I'm saying? I saw your tweet about how where everybody wants to be on uh, Mus- Musgrave or whatever about, you know, production-wise. But then, like, now you see, like, he's about to break – he's on pace to break Sterling uh, Sharp's record for catches. Right. And it's like football's tough. <clears throat> football's a tough sport. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to learn. And, like, when you're a rookie, like, it, it's – Every, that's what you should just appreciate all these other rookies who are balling on the field on Sundays because it's so much that goes into it, and so I guess, I, I, that was why I, I like you. You know this because we've talked about it, but like I, I was very early on when the Packers are like talking up Luke Musgrave. I'm like, guys, this is hard. Everyone knows this is hard. Everyone's getting really excited. I'm like, please let's understand this is super hard. And we're seeing with Tucker Craft, like he was super experienced kid, and yet like he's he's swimming a little bit in all of this, and he's admitted like. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this is a lot for me to try and deal with, especially coming from, you know, South Dakota State, different level. Like, it's, this is all tough. I, I want to close on this because Jordan Love is getting his opportunity. You got to see him early on, early, early in his career. Like, that COVID year had to have been so tough for everybody. Um, what, what did you see early on from Jordan Love? And, and how, what did you see then that you think is showing up now, good, bad, and different? Uh, that he, he's a he's a true gamer and i've always said this to people like i felt like people were knocking on jordan for practice you know like in the past like oh he's not really doing good in practice or he's not doing this and i was like i've always said jordan is the gamer type quarterback where practice will never do him justice he needs to be on the field making plays he needs to be able to run scramble just use his body and right now i just feel like he's he's trying to not going to go against the grain with the, with his style of play, but he is trying to you know be on coach do everything Coach Lafleur wants him to do, which yeah. is great. But um, and Jordan, he's always going to be one of those players where he does really good things, but then there's going to be some like what the f moments sometimes because <laughs> that's just his style of play. Like yeah, it, it's you got to roll with the punches. Like it is what it is. Like that that's your guy though. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to make some plays, but it's like shit. There are going to be some times where you're like, all right, it's Jordan, but dang, but it's like. He, but the guys he, seem to be behind him, like the and exactly because he's authentic, and we know that he's gonna be good. Like, yes, yeah, like any like I said, there's I know he's made bad throws before when he's fallen and just kind of looks like a newborn deer. It's like that's gonna happen. Like he's it's not always gonna be like this. He's harder than anybody on himself. Like he's gonna get it going. Like and like I said, it's his first year starting the NFL. Like oh well, Aaron Rodgers. No, as Aaron Rodgers, like, stop the comparisons. Let Jordan be Jordan. Yes, he studied Aaron for three years, whatever. Okay, great. Let him play a full year. Let, like, let's let them boys hit puberty, develop some more. And, like I said, it's everybody's going to be okay. Jo- I, I'm still big on Jordan. He's a stud. It seems like the people in the locker room are far less concerned about what is going on with Jordan Love than everyone else outside of that building. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Jace. Thank you so much, man, for your insight, and we'll talk to you again down the line. Appreciate it. All right, thanks to Jay Sternberger for joining the show. Always great to talk with him. Uh, We are going to have fun on our live show, no matter what happens. 
I the injury report as of this moment, they added Josh Myers to it. That's not great because they don't really have an intuitive backup, but John Ryan Jr. back at practice. Yash Nyman back at practice. Doesn't seem like Jair Alexander is going to go. As of this moment, as of this recording, it seems unlikely Minka Fitzpatrick is going to go. Cam Hayward added to the DNP list on Thursday. He's been dealing with a groin injury. We'll see about that. And then Montrevious Adams, a name you will recognize. He's been on the Steelers. He's been playing really good football. He is dealing with an injury. If none of those guys can go, this becomes a really important game for Jordan Love to be productive because as we talked about yesterday, you can attack this nickel group. So let's see what they have in store there. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. You will find Locked On Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, you can do that over on our YouTube page, our Locked On Packers YouTube page. So you can stay Locked On Packers.